Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm really delighted that you could join us this evening. My reason for doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world with the hope that it'll help answer some of life's unanswerable questions. We have several callers that have joined us already this evening, and uh, we also have people who have submitted questions online. So I'm going to be reading a few of those as well. When you want a question answered, you have a better chance of getting it answered if you call. Plus, it's way more fun, as you'll hear with all the people that join us this evening. So um, let's go ahead and get going here. And I believe our first caller is Alicia. Alicia, hi. Are you with us? I am. Hi, Julie. Hi there. How are you, girl? I'm doing good. Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. What's going on? What can I help? How can I help you? Well, um, as you know, I'm getting married in September, and I'm having a little issue, family issue, um, and with my mom and my grandmother, and I'm really needing some guidance. Um, okay. And I've done a lot of praying, and I've done a lot of um, asking for those that have passed to kind of help me, um, give me a sign, let me know what I need to do, um, because my grandmother's health is declining fast, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and as much as I'd want her there, my mom is insistent on trying to keep her here so that she doesn't have to deal with her, and I know that sounds terrible, but it's it just kind of is that way, um, okay. so I want to see what you can do. Can you... Can you give me some guidance or see if anyone on the other side can give me some information to kind of help me get through this transition? Yeah, that's the last thing you need is drama the month before your wedding, for heaven's sake. (laughs) Um, Okay, so spirits are really literal. And when we ask them questions, and I think you and I have talked about this in the past, when you ask a question, you want to ask a broad-based question, is it in my best interest too? Especially for stuff that's future, because we don't, we can't perceive all of the different elements that are going to go on in the future. So what specifically do you want to ask the spirits and, and, uh, God and all the angels and everybody. Um, Is there something in particular? Well, I mean, I I feel like she'll still be with us come September, but I would like to know, is it going to be physically possible? Will she be comfortable down there if she makes the travel? I get a no on that. Okay. Um, Will it be physically possible? I get a yes. Will it add joy to your wedding weekend 
Let's see. Will it add joy to Alicia's wedding weekend if her grandmother's there? Yeah, I get a big yes on that. And I and I know it will for you. Um, sure. And, uh, okay, other questions. Um, Is there somebody else who can bring her besides your mom? No, not at this time, uh, unfortunately. Can you hire somebody to help take care of her? Well, like a- and that's what, that was where we're going. We're thinking in that direction. Is there, you know, is that in our best interest to have someone there to help? You know? Yes, very much so. I get yes. Okay. And I, I know there are lots of elder care companies that you can call and hire somebody perhaps to come in and help. Okay. All right. Well, what about anything on the other side? Do you, are you getting a presence of anyone that may have passed to give me a message regarding this? I mean, do you see anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her husband, your granddad is here. Um, he's saying, leave her alone. Leave who alone? Yeah. Leave your grandmother alone. No. Leave your mother alone? Yes. Um, Okay, so let's ask, is it in Alicia's best interest to have her mother decide whether or not her grandmother should go? I get a yes on that. Okay. I get a yes on that because she's her caregiver, right? She is, yes. Okay, so she's really going to know better than anybody. I know you really, really want her there. But um, the more he's saying you, her alone, like let let my mom decide. Is that what he's mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that would mean your mom and your grandmother wouldn't come, or your mom would come and somebody would take care of your grandmother. Um, that's the the second. My mom would come and have someone care for her, care for my grandmother here. Okay. And I, you know, because she's with her every day, she sees how she's doing. And to me, she seems fine. I mean, she might be in a wheelchair, but we've made arrangements for that. And I just, I would love to have her there if at all possible, but I don't want to put too much strain on her. And it's, you know. Okay. Let's ask this question. Is it in your grandmother's best interest to come to your wedding? And you asked that question in your head, and I'm asking it. And what's the first thing that comes in your head before you can even snap your fingers? Mm, Is it in your grandmother's best interest to attend your wedding? I get a no. I get a no, too. Yeah. So um, I know that's heartbreaking for you, but your grandfather's basically saying, let your mom decide. Okay. Okay. All right. Which I, well, which I know it's hard, but the other thing is, you know, that's like that's like made videotapes, you know. And are, are you going right. to film the wedding? No, I mean no, we have a photographer, um, but no, we weren't planning to video it. This may change our mind, though. We may decide to do that. Okay. So, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. All right. All right. Well, okay. thanks. thanks. Thank you. Calling. Good luck with all of that, and uh, I hope your wedding's fabulous, and I hope your grandmother does better. Okay. Thanks so much, okay. Julie. Take care. Bye-bye. For those of you that have just joined us, I'm going to put you on mute, and then I'll come back to you. So just hang, and, and then I'll come back. All right. Our next caller is, I believe, Tiffin. Hi, Tiffin. Are you with us? Hi, I am. Hi, Tiffin. Where are you calling us from? Um. From New York, upstate New York. 
Oh, terrific. Great yeah. time of year to be in upstate New York, huh? I know, yeah. It's beautiful up there, especially in the summertime. I don't do that white stuff, so I, if I'm coming, I'm coming in the summer, girl. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. Love it. Good, good. Did you have a question for me? I did. Um, I have a daughter who I am struggling with her in the sense of kind of her level of care um, and kind of the direction I'm going with doctors. Um, And it's not something life-threatening or anything, but she just struggles with various things, whether they're neurological or emotional, not sure. And um, it's been a very, very difficult, I would say, 11 years. And um, okay. which brings us to present. It's been an ongoing battle, and she's a doll. Absolutely love her, but it's, it's a struggle. Uh-huh. And so it's something that is on my mind all the time. Am I making the right decisions? Am I going in the right direction? And uh, it's hard because professionally I know a lot, like how to help her. Uh-huh. Um, because of my job, but uh-huh. at the same time, I'm also her mom, and uh-huh. so it's kind of, that that's kind of where I am right now, and it's it's hard. We're at a hard what, part. What's your daughter's name? Emerson. Okay, cool name. All right. Um, is there a specific question that you want to ask? If, as I was mentioning to Alicia, our yeah. first caller, if you ask a broad-based question in that, is it in Emerson's best interest too, and you finish the sentence, it's going to give you a, a broad overview of everything we can perceive and we can't perceive. So I find that, that especially in future questions, there's so many yeah. variables that are involved, yeah. somebody, Emerson's free will, your free will, the doctor's mm-hmm. advice, I'm sure you're feeling barraged from a lot of different um, yeah. directions. So is there a specific question that you want to ask or a set of specific questions? Yes, this is tricky. Um, I guess, like, am I headed in the right direction? Am I, as far as helping her, um, because we're dealing with a lot of new um resources and medicines to help her and I guess I want to know am I headed in the right direction to continue like can can we make that question more specific it's pretty broad Hmm. so is is, are you using the right doctor are you using the right therapist yes yep you got it okay so is she seeing a neurologist who's she seeing um she is seeing a psychologist and a psychiatrist and a pediatrician, and okay. we're recently being hooked up with another specialist, but it's kind of like a, we haven't even gone there yet. So, All right, so let's come up with a question, something like, is, is, the, is Emerson's team of doctors, including the psychiatrist, the psychologist, and the pediatrician, are they the ones to use in Emerson's best interest? I'm getting a no. What do you get on that? Probably a no because we haven't made much progress. <laughs> okay. So do you want to yeah. dissect it down? Is, yeah. is the psychologist that we're using for Emerson, is it in Emerson's best interest to continue working with the psychologist she's currently using? I get a no on that. 
It, now, you ask the questions in your head at the same time. See what you get. Okay? And it's the first thing that pops in your head as fast as you can snap your fingers. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So is it in Emerson's best interest to continue to use the psychiatrist she's currently using? What do you get on that? I got a yes on that as well. Okay. Okay. And then on the pediatrician, is it in Emerson's best interest to continue to use her current pediatrician? I get a yes on that. What did you get? A, A yes as well. Okay. All right. So it looks like the psychologist is the one that's, um, that's perhaps the one that you really want to evaluate at this point. The other thing that's coming to mind, um, Tiffin, is there's a book by a Dr. Sydney Baker. Do you have a pen? Um, I do not, but I, I will remember it. I've, you can remember I've, this. Sydney Baker, yeah. MD, and he okay. has done amazing things with children, autistic okay. children, children with, you know, food issues, emotional issues, behavioral issues, and he used to be a professor at both Harvard, I think at Princeton and Yale's medical schools, and um, has been treating kids for decades and has done amazing things and done amazing research. So check out his book. It's called Diagnostic, let's see, what is Detoxification and Healing Okay. by Sidney Baker, MD. And, okay. Um, I, I encourage you to get that. And he is up in your neck of the woods. Oh, awesome. I believe he practices real close to where you are. I think he's in New York, upstate New York. Oh, wonderful. So he may oh, be I'm somebody so that you can take Emerson to go see. Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's, you bet. He, he also is known as a functional medicine doctor. And okay. those guys, what they do is they basically reverse engineer symptoms to find out what's the cause, not here's your diagnosis and here's some medicine or here's some therapy. You know, oh, they yeah. they look at the body all together. You just read my mind because that's been like the struggle of like, I feel like it needs to go in an opposite direction. So thank you so much. You bet. Google Sidney Baker and, um, and you'll see where his office is. I know he's currently, I know he currently sees patients. So you might be able to get Emerson in there. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. Have a nice evening. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. We do this show every Thursday evening, and we tape it on Thursdays, and it's at 8 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 605-562-562. 3140 and the access code is 533-677-POUND. You can find this information on my website if you go to askjulieryan.com and you'll see on the homepage down at the bottom of the page all this call-in information is there. Also, if you can't join us because you're in a different time zone in a different country or something, um, you can submit questions online, and I'll be reading a few of those here in a little bit. And um, and also while you're there, you can download the podcast that we record on Thursday nights. The podcast is available for download on Sunday mornings. So go to your smartphone or your 
tablet and uh, type in the Ask Julie Ryan in the search for podcasts and you'll see the, um, see the icon. Also, while you're on the website, sign up for the newsletter. We send something out once a week, usually on Wednesdays, and it's about it's less than a one-minute read. It's a question that somebody has submitted online, and it has a reminder in there for um, the call-in numbers and also to submit a question if you want. You have a really good chance of getting your question answered if you call us, plus it's way more fun. So let's, speaking of calling us, let's go to our next caller. I believe we have Brent. Hi, Brent. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you this evening? Oh, I am beyond amazing today and this week. Terrific. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Broken Air, Oklahoma. Brent has called us several times, and he's a healer. So um, tell everybody a little bit about what you do. It's pretty interesting. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm Brent, the Gentle Hawk Healer. I do Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a shaman. I do Akashic Records reading, uh, just a lot of energy work, um, and I've started working with oils now. Oh, cool. All right. Well, you got a question for me or an update or little of both. Uh, yeah, I want to okay. say thank you. Thank you very much for the advice you've given me in the past. It's been very useful. And Perfect. I just wanted to see how well I'm doing in following directions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all need to check up once in a while. <laughs> okay. All right. So let me get you on my radar. And let me see what you look like. Give While well, I'm doing that, and for those of you who – this is just the first time listening to to the show – what happens is I raise my vibrational level really high. It takes me a nanosecond, and I will have a laser beam that will go from me here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it will hook into Brent in Oklahoma, and then I'll shoot energy from his feet up through the top of his head, and uh, I will just talk about what I see. I don't edit anything I get because I believe who am I to judge what somebody needs to hear. I'm just the messenger. So, Brent, I'm going to get you on my radar. Give everybody a brief description just of what's been going on with you if you would please oh uh, i almost forgot it's been so good lately um i i i was having some issues with some health um i had some viruses i think at one point and you said my energy was low and you know generally wasn't in the best shape physically (laughs) okay well, I have you on my radar. Here's what I'm seeing. You are, um, you, the viruses and stuff are gone. Your liver still is healing. It's not completely healed yet. It's mm-hmm. been your liver, right? That's been the, the issue. Right. Okay. You but your energy is really sparkly. So you're full of grace at the moment. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you're, you're living right. Because grace, everybody, to me, look, I'm, I was raised Roman Catholic. So we're taught about grace and grace is what you get when you pray and you do good deeds and stuff like that well grace to me looks like iridescent sparkles that are in kind of a fog that you'd see when uh, for instance when a football team's running out of the tunnel to come onto the field and they run through a fog machine it looks like that but it's real sparkly so you are very sparkly this evening first time I've ever seen that in you so whatever you're doing is working so you get an A plus. Thank you, thank you. It's it's uh it's been a wonderful time. I have been, um, I've been very blessed with with the assistance I've gotten. I've I've had some, some very very high level connections these days. Um, I've, I've been protected at amazing levels, 
and uh, be getting downloaded constantly. Every day is a new day. I've been amazingly blessed. Um, I have realized just how powerful of a sovereign being I am, and it feels wonderful. Well, I think um, in addition to all of that, you're eating healthy, and that really gives your body kind of the basic tools that it needs to be able to do all this other stuff that you're doing to help heal yourself. So congratulations, because this is the third or fourth time you've called in. You've never looked anywhere anywhere near this good in all the times that you've called in. So yeah. <laughs> carry on, my man. Thank you carry very on. much. Blessings to you. Okay. Thanks. You too, Brett. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes, ma'am. All right. Let's read a question that somebody submitted online. And this is from Crystal in Lumberton, Texas. And Crystal asked, Hi, Julie. I need help with healing. I have stage four breast cancer, and I'm doing everything I can to heal myself. So far, nothing's working. Can you tell me what I need to do? Thank you so much for any and all help. And here's my response. Hi, Crystal. My heart goes out to you. I can only imagine what you've been and are currently going through. When I got you on my radar, I could see the cancer. It looks like you've been through both radiation and chemotherapy. I saw charred tissue from radiation treatment, and I saw ruptured cells from the chemo. The good news is, at this moment in time, your spirit is in your body, which means you aren't dying. Please refer to the 12 phases of transition on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, for graphics of what I see when a person is dying. And what those are are graphics of loved ones, spirits, and angels that are around the person and how their spirit is hanging on to their body. So go 12 phases of transition on AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see graphics of that. I, I, I went on to say the other good news is it looks like the cancer hasn't metastasized to other areas of your body. I did watch a healing occur on you. The cancerous tissue was sequestered and removed through the side of your body. Then iridescent energy, what I call grace, that's what I was just talking with Brent about, filled your chest cavity. As far as suggestions, I'm getting both simple and complicated ones. Sometimes a combination of several modalities is the best answer. First, always remember food is medicine. Do your best to eat organic foods, grass-fed and pastured meats, free-range organic chicken, and wild-caught fish. Go to bulletproof.com slash diet to download a free food chart about what to eat. Next, ask your doctor about genetic testing to find out the best medications to use with your body, and you may want to check out the truthaboutcancer.com website. You may find some interesting information there. Most importantly, believe this medical condition is happening for you, not to you, and blessings are occurring. Focus on how you're benefiting from this disease and be grateful for everything you can think of. It'll keep your vibrational level high and can help you heal. Now, interestingly enough, I sent this out as my... Um, my newsletter yesterday, and I got an email back from Crystal, and she said in her email, and we went back and forth a little bit today, she said that she hadn't had radiation, she'd only had chemo, and when I, so I scanned her again, and I can see charred tissue, and so that's what I normally see when there's been radiation that's been applied, so I emailed her back, and I said, I would imagine you've had lots of mammograms, and she said, yeah, monthly. Well, mammograms cause radiation. 
So I'm seeing the charred tissue on her from the mammograms, which I thought was really scary. The other thing was she said that the cancer had metastasized into the bone. And so I scanned her again and I couldn't see any of it anywhere except in her chest cavity and in her breasts. And so I said, I'm not seeing it in the bone right now. But um, so maybe that's a good sign. Perhaps the chemo has helped get rid of it throughout the bone. Um, other interesting point, when I scan somebody or when I ask a question like with Alicia or with Tiffin, um, I just report what I get. I don't edit anything. And at this moment in time, that's what I'm getting. Does that mean that I, as a psychic and a medical intuitive, and every other psychic or medical intuitive is 100% accurate all the time, heavens no. Nobody's ever 100% accurate. I'm pretty accurate, but I will never purport to be 100%. But I'm just going to convey the information that I get when it's asked. And uh, that's what I did from Crystal. So, Crystal, good luck, girl. I hope, uh, I hope you feel better soon, and good luck with your treatments. Let's go back to another caller, and uh, I believe we have Denise. Hi, Denise. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi there. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Colorado. Okay, terrific. Well, how may I help you? Do you have a question for me? Um, I do. I uh, My question is, I um, I had a ring or I have a ring that had belonged to my grandmother who had Uh passed about five years ago. Uh Um, My grandmother meant the world to me and Uh I I had this ring that was very special to her um, that was given to me after she had passed away and I wore it every day. Well, uh, I had, I thought that I had lost the ring and I scoured my house. I mean, drawers, suitcases, everything. And (laughs) my life was kind of crazy that time. And I was traveling quite a bit. And, but after I discovered that I had lost the ring, I, and I looked everywhere, I emptied drawers, et cetera. Well, one day, um, I was kind of packing up to leave my house because we had bought a proper somewhere else. And I, I, I just ran back into the house to grab something, um, that I'd forgotten. So I pulled open a drawer that I would have turned upside down and literally the ring was sitting on top of whatever clothing items I had had in there. And it it couldn't have, I don't think it could have been, could have been missed by me before, but I guess you never know. So my question was, or is if the ring was there the whole time um, and I missed it or if no. I'm getting to know before your question's even out. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't even, can I ask how it, how it got there? Or, oh, or did I it get... mean something um, that, I, uh, that I found it? Or was, was there any spirits around me that, you know, could have placed it there? Yeah, your grandmother. And I asked her, I said, how did he get there? And she said, divine intervention. <laughs> so, 
which is really a cute, a cute response. I got to tell you, when you were telling me, telling me and everybody about the story, my legs are vibrating like crazy. They're going, which, which is a, a validation that you had some serious spiritual stuff going on with this situation. So, um, Let's ask your grandmother. She's right next to you, to your right. Um, let's ask her a question. Did you put the ring there? Yes. Why? Because she needed to calm down. All right. Um, and I wanted to know I'm always with her. How sweet is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and she said something about getting a haircut. Do you need a haircut? <laughs> Spirits sometimes say really wacky things. Do you need a haircut? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was actually just, and I rode to, I I came back into town where our house is, with my mom, and I'm like, I need to call and get the hair appointment. But when I called, it it was our answering service. So I didn't leave a message, so that's kind of funny. (laughs) That That is hilarious, because she's saying, tell her she needs a haircut. Yeah, um, I know. You know, it's not like a guy where they start looking really shaggy when they need a haircut. You know, girls usually can get by with it. But Well, um, it, it makes okay. me anxious, and I think she probably knows that I'm anxious. How cute is that? Any other yeah. questions for her while um, I have her on my radar? I, I, want, I, I guess I'm wondering if she feels like the, the changes, the significant changes that we've made in our life um, – were a good move and maybe, uh, or if we should have just stayed put. Okay. So again, let's be really specific with the question. First of all, she's telling me you need to take more vitamin C. <laughs> okay. No, get Esther C like the woman's name, Esther, and then C you can get it at uh, whole foods. You can get it at sprouts. You can order it on Amazon because okay. it doesn't upset your stomach. It's not, it's buffered. So it's not acidic. Um, okay. That's why I always tell people on vitamin C. Okay. So let's refine the question, Denise. Is it, was it in Denise and her family's best interest to move to where? Where'd you go? We moved um, to Western, well, we haven't fully moved yet. Uh, the lifestyle, our whole lifestyle has changed. We bought property in Western Nebraska. We're closing on a house, yet we still have a house here in Colorado that hasn't sold. Um, okay, so is it in Denise and her family's, let's ask present day, is it in Denise and her family's best interest to move to Western Nebraska? What's the first thing that comes into your head? Yeah. I got a yes, yes. too. Yeah. I got a yes as well. Okay. Um, so, any other questions for her? Your house that hasn't sold, Google St. Joseph selling real estate. Various St. Joseph statue. It works great. I've used it twice. My house sold really? in a week. Oh, yeah. Google it. Seriously. You, like, buy this okay. little plastic St. Joseph statue. And you, okay. I think you put it in upside down in front of your house in the garden near the front door. Okay. And... um say this prayer and I'm telling you it works amazingly well I will absolutely do that I'm a little uneasy with all the the investments we've made and the changes that we've made so I'll do anything at this point well grandma thinks it's a good idea okay Okay. (laughs) yeah Um, thanks so much for joining us this evening did you have another quick question 
No, I, I, I think that that's about all I can handle for today. <laughs> do you have a ring Emotionally, on? thank you. I sure do. Terrific. What's it look like? Um, it's a gold band, and it has all the birthstones of her kids in it. So, oh. it, it, I mean, it's got a multiple little little stones of colors, six oh. of them, and, and I don't know. It means the world to me. Terrific. Well, I'm delighted that you're getting to wear it. I would say continue to wear it. She's going to bring you good luck. And she's yeah. watching. And she's watching over you. She's an advocate for you. So, um, thank you. so thanks so much for joining us this evening. And good luck with all of your real estate dealings. I will. Well, thank you so much for your help. You bet. I appreciate Take care. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> Have you ever heard of cozy earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All right, we have Maureen, I believe, is next. Maureen, are you with us? I'm here. Hi there. Hi. How are you this Hi. evening? I'm doing good. Good. Where are okay. you calling from? I'm calling from San Lorenzo. That's up in Northern California. Yeah. Terrific. Do you have a question for me? Yes. Um, actually, my question is regarding my sister. She's been having a bunch of health issues regarding her spleen and her kidneys. We're just uncertain. Um what is exactly wrong with her? We're not sure if it's uh, cancer or, or what it possibly okay. could be. Okay. What's her name, Maureen? Um, Josephine. Okay. What I'm going to do is I will connect to you first. I'll send my laser beam to Northern California, and I'll connect to you, and then I'll connect to Josephine through you. I'm going to ask okay. her permission if I can scan her. I always ask permission if the person isn't with me. Most of the time I get a yes, I'll tell her I'm with you psychically. Um, okay. If I get a no, I can't scan her, but I can okay. see if she's dying because the spirit will okay. be out of the body, so I can see that. But I, I turn my radar on and off at will, Maureen, okay. and I don't go around scanning people. Number one, I don't believe it's ethical. I think it's unethical. Number two, it's really none of my business. And number three, I don't really okay. want to know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> usually the people that deny me um, letting them scan them are kids, interestingly enough. Oh. Sometimes hmm. little kids will say no. Um, but let me let me get you on my radar. And uh, okay, I've got it. When I say my radar, it's just this laser beam of light, and it, it kind of reminds me of, did you ever play with an Etch-a-Sketch when you were a kid? 
Uh-huh. And, you know, and you turn those dials and the, the line goes different directions. That's kind of what's happening. So I'm in Alabama, so it's going northwest to hook into you. Okay, I've got you, got her. All right. I'm with your sister Maureen. She wants me to scan you. Would that be okay? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head. Uh, she is very sick. She's not dying. Number one, her spirit is not out of her body, but it's like she's not plugged into a light source. Um, so she's exhausted, I would imagine, from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get uh, her to take a charge and see. It's almost like trying to look at an x-ray without the x-ray machine being plugged in. Mm-hmm. So let me see if okay. I can get her to take a charge. Um, I am seeing some malignant cells um, kind of in her trunk area. Uh, Let me turn her around and see what it looks like on the back. Yeah, her kidneys are looking kind of diseased here. All right, let's see. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing um, the cells that I'm seeing, malignant cells, Maureen, look to me like... Tar, almost. When a street is being paved, you know, that hot black tar that they put down before they roll it? If you took a a handful of it, if it didn't burn your Mm -hmm. hand off, and you threw it, it looks like splotches of hot tar. I'm seeing some in her chest area, in her breasts, and also in her chest cavity. Now, when I turn her around, I can see some little pieces of it in her kidneys, but her kidneys just look really inflamed to me. So Mm -hmm. um, she's under a doctor's care. She is. It's just, um, just problematic, I guess, where we're not really, they were struggling on whether she should um, keep her spleen or not, because there's like a, a series of, um, surgeries, I guess, that they were mm-hmm. planning to do with her kidneys, but then they were like, um, they were more concerned with her spleen, so the doctor didn't want to, the surgeon didn't want to do anything with her kidneys yet. Okay. Well, you heard me talk about with a couple of mm-hmm. the other callers when you asked the question, is it in Josephine's best interest to... And let's ask the question, you know, what's the first thing that comes in your head when we ask, is it in Josephine's best interest to have her spleen removed? What do you get? Can I get a no? I get a no, too. Okay. Okay. So the more specific, more specifically, is that a word? The more Mm -hmm. specifically you can ask a question, really refine it down. You can ask it about yourself. You can ask it about anybody else. Is it in my best interest to? Is it in so-and-so's best interest to? Finish the sentence. It's the first thing that comes into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers. And that's divine guidance. We all have intuitive capabilities. I learned how to do all this stuff. I went to classes for six years, and I've refined it over the 20-plus years I've been doing it. So we all Mm -hmm. have the capability. We're all intuitive. We're all psychic. We all have thought of somebody, and then the phone rings, and that person's on the other end of the phone. Or we think of somebody, and we run into them in the grocery store, right? I know you've had that Mm -hmm. happen. So that's intuitive information coming in. 
It's like a muscle. The more you use it, the better you get at it. So you can do this for Josephine. Teach Josephine to do it for herself. Are they are they finding any malignancies anywhere yet? It was this clean where they found uh, there was a growth that they they were just not very um, they weren't they weren't sure about. Some one oncologist is like take it out if um, and then she's she's on the fence with it. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. if she follows her gut, that's going to serve her the best. Because, um, you know, doctors on average are 60% accurate across the board, regardless of what their specialties are. And we all know people who've been to multiple doctors for the same situation, and every doctor has a different opinion. They're human. They're doing what they know how to do the best. But they only have a 60% accuracy rate. The one thing that I can um, give you to ask her to talk to her doctors about when they're talking about procedures, you want to have her ask, what's the NNT? And that stands for number needed to treat. Okay? NNT, number needed to treat. If the number needed to treat is 600, that means they gave 600 people that treatment in order to have one benefit from it. So when you ask that question, and most doctors don't ever get asked that question, they're not going to volunteer that information unless you ask it. But when you are told, hey, it's 600, you can go, oh, those aren't very good odds. Okay. So number needed to treat. And you can even Google that and get more information on it. But boy, I tell everybody, and I use that myself, what's the number needed to treat? And the doctors look at you like, how do you know about that? So it's kind of an inside scoop that you can use to help make decisions like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. What a sweet sister you are to call and ask about Josephine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I know you're worried Um, about her. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have another quick question? Um, Is there any, uh, any advice? you have as far as what she can what changes she might need to make or yeah the diet or anything food is medicine broad okay food is medicine um bulletproof exec.com forward slash diet eat organic eat grass-fed and pastured beef and um you know four-legged critters and um organic uh Free-range chickens, wild-caught fish, stay away from sugar, Mm -hmm. cancer loves sugar, Um, Mm -hmm. stay away from the processed foods. If it's grown, swims, flies, or walks, have her eat it, but try and and have her do organic as much as she can, and it Mm -hmm. it will help her body uh, with whatever treatments she decides to go through. And tell her to follow her gut. There's There's a lot of intuition there. Definitely. Okay. okay. And and what's in my best interest too? That that will serve you and her very well. I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Good luck with all of that. Thank you. All righty. Good night. Our next caller, I believe, is yeah. Teresa. Yeah. Teresa, are you with yeah. us? Yeah. Teresa, yes, I'm here. Hi, yes, Teresa. I'm here. How are you this yeah, evening? 
Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Dothan. Okay. You got a question for me? Yeah, I just, um, I've I've heard you talking and uh, I didn't know if there was anything that you could, you know, like help me with, but um, I just cannot seem to get to feeling any better. I mean, I, I never have any energy. I, I do like the bare essentials that I have to do and then, and then I crash and I just, I don't know. I just wanted, I guess, you just see if you can, if you think there's anything like physically wrong or. Okay, sure. I'd be delighted to. So what I'm going to do, as you've heard me talk about with some of the other callers, is I'm going to get you on my radar and I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And then it's like, Teresa, it's like I have a big screen TV in my head. And I'm looking at an MRI or a CT scan or a X-ray, one of those different kinds of diagnostic tools. And then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing, and we'll go from there. Okay? Okay. The game? Okay. You don't have to do I'm anything. You, ju- you just have to be. How's that, how's that sound for a hippy-dippy thing? You just have to be. Yeah, that's all, that sounds groovy. I can be. <laughs> okay. All right. So... Laser beams going from me to you. I'm hooked into you or I'm shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Again, you don't look like you're plugged into an outlet. I understand why you are exhausted. So let me, I'm going to see if I can get you to take a charge. When I say you don't look like you're plugged in, it's like I'm looking at an outline of you, Teresa, and it's just, um, it's just, it's not dark, but it's just gray. It's almost as if you're operating on about a 15-watt light bulb instead of a 200-watt light bulb. That's not how I feel. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is, let me see if I can get you to take a charge. Okay. All right. Here, this is really easy to fix. What, what I'm seeing is underneath that gray low energy is, um, is lack of hormones. Are you on any hormones? No. Okay. Do you know what bioidentical hormones are? I do. All right. Bioidentical hormones, when I see somebody that looks like you do, which is if you can imagine an outline of your body and internally you look like a dehydrated apple. You know what a dehydrated piece of fruit looks like? Yeah. So if I shoot energy, estrogen energy, through you, you plump right up like a, like a, uh, you know, luscious, ripe, ready-to-eat apple that's just been picked at the, you mm. know, at the peak of, of ripeness. How old are you? Um, this, almost 60. Okay. All right. What, what happens never is, done, okay, what happens I is never did when, when we age... You know, our hormones deplete. It's survival of the fittest. It's when we're not reproductive anymore. We don't, you know, our, our species doesn't think we're really needed. So what we want to do is we want to fake out our bodies and our brains to make, a, to make us think, to make our brains and our bodies think that we're still fertile. And optimally, you want to go for late 20s, early 30s. 
All right. And so what happens is when we replace estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone as women who are either in perimenopause or menopause, um, what happens is it helps keep our bodies healthy. It helps our brains. It helps our bones. It helps our skin, helps with weight control, helps with all that stuff. And, and it's really easy to fix. You're going to feel like a new woman. Do you ever feel like you have kind of brain fog? Like your brain oh, yeah. feels like it's just, okay, that's estrogen. You can fix mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's like going to be almost an immediate fix. The reason why you want the bioidentical hormones is because the body, it's, it will match molecularly what the body manufactures. You get it through a compounding pharmacy that will be made up especially for you. Pharmaceutical hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm 57. I've been on bioidentical hormones since I was 45. My blood tests look like that of somebody in their early 30s. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. crazy healthy. And I think a lot of it's because of that. So a couple of books for you. The first one is um, Christian Northrup, MD, like Northrup, mm-hmm. you know, Northrup Grumman, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P. She's kind mm-hmm. of a godmother of of what happens to women and how you can replenish these hormones with bioidenticals. So Christian Northrup's books, MD. The other one who's written several books on this and her books are fabulous is Suzanne Summers, the actress. And mm-hmm. Summers is S-O-M-E-R-S, only one M. Mm-hmm. And she has interviewed some of the top minds in the world, medical minds in the world about bioidentical hormones and menopause and keeping us healthy and vibrant and, you know, our brains working and our bodies feeling good. And so any of her books, The Sexy Years comes to mind, Ageless comes to mind. She's very, very bright. She played a ditzy blonde on TV, but she is amazingly bright. And interviewed these great doctors. The other thing that I suggest are two websites to go to, Teresa. The first one is A, the letter A, um, the number four, the letter M, A4M.com, and it stands for the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. And you can um, find a doctor in your area that specializes in bioidentical hormones. I personally prefer a GYN because I figure these are female anatomy parts we're talking about here, a lot of it. So, but there are other non-GYNs that do this. And then the other one is a, is functionalmedicine.org. And again, a functional medicine doctor, as I was talking with Tiffin earlier about her daughter, Emerson, functional medicine doctors are going to look at the whole, sim- whole system, the whole body system, and they're going to reverse engineer the symptoms to find out what the cause is. They're not just going to treat a symptom. Okay, mm-hmm. so those are those are some um, different things that you can check into. And I promise you, you give that a whirl, you're going to be a new woman. Your family's going to uh-huh. say, "Who are you, and what have you done with our mom and wife?" <laughs> well, good. I'm looking forward to being a plump apple again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us this evening. You bet. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. 
Okay. That was hilarious. All right. A couple of uh, questions from callers in our last few minutes here. This one's from Marianne in Tor- from Toronto, Canada. And she asked, Hi, Julie. I have a question from a friend who I quite respect, and he would be blessed to have you address his question. Where is God? Where is Jesus? And where are the saints and other blesseds? Can you speak to this? Thanks. Here's my response. Hi, Marianne. Now that's what I call a deep question. In order to get an answer for you and your friend, I consulted with my spirit guide, Pope Clement VI. Here's what he told me. I thought, on all this religion and God stuff, who better to consult than a dead pope? So here's my, the rest of my response. God is, this is what Clement said. God is the source, the energy that creates everything. Every molecule, atom, and quark of all existence. Everything that has ever been and will ever exist contains divine energy. In addition, God is in every thought and idea, every joy, every sorrow, and every experience, whether or not we perceive it to be good or bad. Most importantly, God is in every person who has ever and will ever be created, whether or not they're born. thought that was interesting. Jesus, like us, is part of God and, like us, is made of everlasting energy. Imagine all humans as specks of glitter in a big, endless sky. That's what we are, simply energy. It's the same with the saints and blesseds. This sounds like a Catholic guy who's asking this question. That's a, that's a Catholic word for somebody who, before they get to be a saint, before they're canonized as a saint, they're called blesseds. Clement went on to say, although this sounds like a simplistic answer to your question, if you study the great philosophies and religions of the world, you'll find they all talk about as God, as the source of everything. And then this is me putting putting it aside. I know this answer will give you a lot to ponder. Hope it helps. So that was a fun question from Marianne. Like Teresa was saying, groovy, hippy dippy. Boy, that was a deep question. Miss Marianne. Okay, another question. Uh, Michelle from Cincinnati, Ohio asked, Hi, Julie. My cousin AJ, who was like a big brother to me, died in June of this year. He was 46. It was sudden. He fell down his basement stairs, suffered blunt force trauma to his head, and died at the hospital. His death was a shock to the whole family and to all of his friends. I just wanted to know if he's watching over his kids and his mother and if he suffered since he wasn't found until the next morning by his 14-year-old son. Also, does he have any advice for me regarding my life? And here's my response. Hi, Michelle. My condolences on the loss of your cousin. When I first connected to you, AJ was standing to your right. He told me he blacked out, which caused the fall down the basement steps. He also told me he wasn't ever in pain because he was unconscious the whole time. Interestingly enough, he said he died in the middle of the night. Since you mentioned he died the next morning at the hospital, I asked him for clarification. AJ then corrected himself and said his spirit evacuated his body in the middle of the night, but didn't leave until he was at the hospital. His spirit is always around you and his family. Consider him a heavenly advocate or spirit guide. As for his advice, he wants you to stop smoking. 
Hope this brings you some comfort. Thanks for your question. I thought that was hilarious that he wanted her to stop smoking. As I mentioned before, we record this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. All this information is on the homepage down at the bottom. And uh, also, there's a button there where you can submit a question online, and it may be chosen to be read on our taping. you got a better chance of getting your question answered if you call in, plus... As you can tell, it's a lot more fun to talk with you anyways. And uh, also, while you're on my site, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll see there's a little box that you fill out. We send that out on Wednesday mornings. Um, it's usually a, a quick question that somebody has asked, and then I answer it. And it also has reminder information in it on the body of the email with this call-in information and also a link where you can download the podcast. Podcasts are usually up on Sunday mornings, so go to your smartphones and your tablets and go to the podcast icon and type in Ask Julie Ryan and you can download it and listen to it in the car or wherever it's convenient. We're pretty much out of time, and it's been so fun this evening with all these callers. I really appreciate them taking the time to join us, appreciate you listening, and hope to talk with you soon. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.